From the House of Foxes, it's Our Voices, one chapter told week by week. I am Bhavish Pitter. Chapter 4 Freedom in Stockholm I looked outside the window behind me. It was all white. It was blue sky above and white clouds below. I couldn't believe my eyes. I did not believe that I was inside an airplane. We were almost there. Your chicken soup is waiting for you, Anka told us. I started to feel very cold and shifted closer to Anka. When our plane landed, I looked outside and it was still white. We are home. That's the snow. You have to make snow angels on it, Anka told us. I did not want to make any snow angels. It was very cold. So I stayed closer to her. I followed Anka and we were taken into a small room. They gave us water and a burger to eat. It was the first time I tasted a burger. They took my picture. They made me sit in front of a camera. They gave me a glass of water and a little toy to make me feel welcome at home. The last time I sat in front of a camera was when we took a picture of our family from our Uncle Tamim's camera on Sarah's birthday. It felt like yesterday. They took a picture of my hand and my eyes. Anka was translating from her language to Kurdish. Yes, I only spoke Kurdish. The man was talking to her and she would instruct me to follow the procedure. I felt like being in my mosque school where the principal would give us homework and those, and those students who did not do it were punished. I had the same fear. There were big tree in the room where we sat and it was decorated with lights and shiny things. The direct the decoration reminded me of celebration at Uncle Tamim's house. I and Sarah were so happy eating the sweets that we forgot we had food to eat. We both suffered during the night with a lot of pain in our stomachs. We cried together and woke up our day to help us. It was every year story. They would warn us not to eat too much sweet but we would still eat as many as we could and suffer at night. I was constantly thinking about my little sister Sarah and my friends from Baghdad who ran away the night before we left for Stockholm. I wish they were here and could eat the same burger with me. They would have loved it. I hallucinated that Sarah was playing around the tree and wrapping those little stars around her like a necklace. She was a little troubled whenever she ate sweets, running around and stumbling into things. They had to tie her one of her legs to the window grill with a rope so she couldn't run outside the house and they could cook and work at the same time. 
I had smuggled a small bread into my pocket. Maybe I will need it if Enka tells us to run again to a different place. I remember whenever I went outside with my Bhav and Idris, I saved some food in my pocket for they and Sara so that they can share the same joy that we had outside. This was a habit. My family would have been so happy eating this food and the orange juice that they served us. I already drank three glasses of orange juice kept on the table near me. As I was pouring my fourth glass, I remember the night when my pain was so high in my stomach that I had to wake up day. I slowly kept the glass back on the table. As I knew, they wasn't around me. After a long wait in the room, the man who Enka was speaking to brought us some warm clothes. I quickly wore them. Amina as well. As we walked outside the room, I saw that everyone was in big jackets and there were shiny lights everywhere. There were toys, there were things to eat and there were a lot of things that I had never seen in my life. There were many shops, people walking with their bags in every direction, just like on our, our, on our Friday bazaar. Uncle Tamim used to take me every Friday to an evening bazaar. He walked slowly and always brought candy for us. I loved him very much. After a long wait, we boarded a bus to go to Anka's house. The bus was so clean and warmer compared to that airplane we just came to Stockholm. If I had to choose, I would have preferred to travel by bus rather than in that airplane. It was getting dark outside and I was feeling sleepy again. I wanted to sleep in Day's lap, but I couldn't. I closed my eyes and let go of my curiosities to see what the place would look like, how the sky was, and where I would live until God knows when. I saw snow, black clean roads and each of the streetlights creating a line in my vision when I stared at them. Compare this to my street back home, there were only few lights switched on at night and we would go and play underneath them whenever we had a chance. I slowly fell asleep in Anka's lap. I didn't realize when I woke up in a bed in the middle of the night. It was dark and complete silent. There was no sound or lights, not even a sound of a snore, which now and then Bao made on some nights. It was annoying. I saw Anka sleeping near me. I stood up and walked towards the window. It was dark sky, but there were lights in the sky street. I didn't see any drawings made by airplanes in the sky. Maybe they were sleeping too. I want to go to the toilet but didn't know where the toilet was. So I had to wake up Anka. Anka, Anka, I want to go to pee, I told her. She took me to the bathroom and stood outside. I had never seen a place like that before. I didn't know where to pee. So I clapped inside a big tub and peed. It was all over my feet. 
I saw my face in the mirror for the first time while I was washing my hands. I didn't understand how to react. I went back to the memories of sleeping with Bao, Dei, Idris and Sara. I told Anka, I miss my family. I miss Sara. She hugged me and put me to bed and told me, tomorrow we will find your family. But now you must sleep and rest so that tomorrow you will have energy to meet them. Next morning, the moment I woke up, I went to Anka's room. Anka, where is Sara? What happened to my house? I had a really bad dream last night. Where is my family? Anka had no words for my answer, my questions. She hugged me and told me, the airplane in which we came will go back and get her. But the airplane needs some fixing. They, but they will go back school. And you, Rohat, you must eat your breakfast. If you eat your breakfast, you will strong and you will grow up to meet your family. I did not understand. I was disappointed. Sarah played with us, dressed like us. Since he, since she could wear our clothes which would fit her. She cried out loud. She played and she did everything that could make us happy. I remember. She used to cry so loud that everyone in our neighborhood knew that it was Sarah. The worst, she wouldn't stop for a long time. And it made my Dave and Bao very, very angry. Every passing day, I asked Anka about Sara. I stopped eating when she didn't give me a proper answer. It was very, very tough time. Sara was little shorter than me. She used to wear my clothes and I wore Idris's. Sara had curly hair. Whenever we went out to play, she would bring back lots of dried leaves in her hair after we had climbed a tree. She was very stubborn in her habits. I shared my candy with her, but she never shared her candy. They called Pau and they called her a little pony. She used to hop around her house, bump into things and then cry out loud. End of chapter 4「is produced by me music by anchor please check it out on our website houseoffoxes.com where you can also download the ebook and find the nearest paperback store sign up for our email newsletter and be notified when new episodes are released please share this with your friends and family thank you and have a great day